0: what's going on gang welcome to the brand new episode of young daddy how the fuck are you guys it is a weird time to be alive holy fucking shit man like uh You know what it is? Like, I I, I know some people are like, I don't want to hear about fucking coronavirus on the shit I'm doing or the shit I'm listening to. But it feels like insane not to talk about it. You know what I mean? It's amazing how in the last week, so many people's lives have changed so fucking drastically. I mean, I haven't left my house in like five days because uh, basically like a week ago, I started feeling super out of it like saturday i just felt like very tired all of a sudden this is like like more than a week ago and uh but i just felt like drained like i needed to sleep but i did my shows and then was and then like literally went to sleep was fine like felt great back to 100 percent. and then tuesday i started having like a small cough um and as soon as that happened i was like all right we're shutting it down Fucking staying home, you know. I didn't want to be outside because at that point we people started realizing, like, oh shit, something's happening. You know, stay inside. So fucking have been inside the whole goddamn time. Was was ai did not I I didn't I didn't really have any symptoms that were crazy. I'm just like a little congested, you know. Was feeling a, a maybe had like a I don't know if I had a fever or not. It was so minor that I couldn't really tell. Like I really felt fine. It was just, it just felt like I had a cold, you know. And honestly, I I it it's really a 50/50 i think. I don't know if i had just a cold or like a very mild flu or if i had the fucking virus but um i think a lot of people already have it. Luckily if you're a young person um and you don't have any serious pre-existing health conditions, i think you're going to be fine. You know, i if you're if you're a person that's that's young and you're freaking out for yourself about this shit Listen, you got a fucking 99.8% chance of being totally fine, okay? So, you know, if you're looking at the fucking death rate. So I wouldn't worry about it. You'll be all right. But what's important is uh, stay inside and, uh, you know, and just don't fucking be around old people and don't try to get people sick. This is not the time to be like, yo, we should try to fucking... Let's do, it's time to see dave matthews you know what i mean like fucking be responsible try to you know it's not a, really a threat to us but it, it it can be a threat to other people so check in on older folks you know I, I promise this episode will get funny you know what i mean we got emails we got i got a really really fucking funny story to tell you guys so but i you know this shit is on my mind just wanted to get it out of the fucking way but yeah just like be responsible don't go on fucking dates don't go make out with people all right. Take a fucking breather. Let's stay at home. Let's work on ourselves. Let's fucking pick up a hobby. You know, this would be a great time to pick up a fucking musical instrument or a new video game or some shit. Do some fucking ups at home. Try to, especially if you're in a city, I know a lot of you guys are try to keep it indoors. I don't know what it's like if you're not, I mean, New York is like, nobody's outside. You know what I mean? I've ordered six delivery meals in the last fucking two or three days, I'm stress eating. I had I ordered Chipotle twice today, two separate orders. Okay, big orders, big. Last night I had a whole pizza, large, by myself. You know why? Because it was easier to just eat it all than figure than fucking take it out of the box and put it in Tupperware and store it in the fridge. I figured, fuck it. Let's. It's easier to have a nine thousand calorie day and not be able to feel my feet than put all this shit in a fucking they figure out how to fit this goddamn gigantic pizza box in the fridge. All right. So these these are the kind of corona dilemmas <laughs> we're facing. Okay. Um but yeah, just fucking be smart people. Be fucking smart. Don't don't fuck around. Um and ultimately we'll come out of this. We'll be alright. You know, the check in on people. Folks are, you know, so a lot some people are out here losing their jobs. Check in on folks, help who you can. Um more than ever now genuinely I appreciate you guys supporting the show for sharing it for telling folks about it uh for joining the Patreon especially you know I mean my job just got pretty much deleted as a comedian uh most of you already know canceling the tour unfortunately um obviously I don't know if Delta's going to give me back this fucking flight money or if Amtrak's going to give me this train money but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to call them up and pretend I have really terrible coronavirus and be like, listen, all right, I'm fucking coughing up blood and I got nothing to lose. So you either refund me these tickets or I'm going on the flight, all right? And, and, and I'm going to be like, listen, I don't even have business in that city anymore, but I'll fucking take this plane and fly there, okay? So you tell me, what you what you, either give me back my $36 that I paid for this flight round trip or... People are gonna get sick, baby. You know, I'm thinking to just see if they call my bluff on the phone. But yeah, man, just support people. This is the time when we all need to fucking have each other's backs, you know. We need to all make sure that we're singing on balconies like the Italians. You know what I mean? You see in the viral videos that they're sitting on the balcony, we're gonna sing a little song to each other, you know what I mean? Oh, when the corona hits your eye, like you know, whatever the fuck they're doing, but yeah, it's time to take care of each other, folks. You know, hopefully the government passes some shit like universal basic income. I know Mitt Romney was suggesting that uh, every American would get $1,000 a month, which is also what Andrew Yang has been suggesting, and I think that'd be a fucking great idea. For one, it puts money, it gets people spending power, relieves a little bit of fucking worry about folks that uh, don't know how they're going to pay their fucking rent, so just do what you can people have each other's backs share the podcasts you love wink wink and uh <laughs> listen like there's there's not going to be no matter what podcasts you listen to there's not going to be guests anymore <laughs> you know what i mean like i had it i was supposed to have uh I, one guest was supposed to come on friday to do the patreon i just ended up taking the fucking weekend to figure out you know to recuperate get 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 some rest and uh, there's going to be a new Patreon this Friday. Um, every once, twice a year, I take a fucking sick weekend. That was one of them. Okay. Um, but it's funny. I had one guest who was supposed to come Friday to record, or no, maybe it was Thursday. And he was like dead set on coming. He was like, no, like I'm coming to do the podcast. And I was like, hey, man, I'm fucking, you know, I was sick. I don't know if it's a cold. I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to have you coming over and I'm not going to fucking, you know, I, I was like i'm I'm going quarantine rules, baby. All right, I, I fucking put down the law. And then today I was supposed to have another podcast, a guest come. He didn't even follow up, didn't even message me nothing. It's just that implied of like, yeah, what are you fucking crazy? Like I'm not going anywhere. So no podcasts are gonna be having guests. It's gonna be a lot of solo from a lot of people. So you know, support the creators you like and all that shit. And you know, we talk a lot about dating and sex on this show. As you can probably guess, there's not going to be a lot of dating and sex out in the world today. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I I don't know if this podcast is going to turn into me talking about which, you know, I sat on the couch for six hours today. It was in bed for four, you know, just, but because really I got to have stories to tell you people. I got to fucking have a perspective and uh, I think the way we get through that is we talk about what we're all going through right now uh with this fucking you know pandemic on our hands and i think that's that's how we do it so we'll get fucking through it as a as as a young daddy nation and it'll be fine we'll be fucking all right you know by the by the summer we'll know a lot more and hopefully we'll have figured this fucking thing out and we'll see what's what all right but for now i would stock up on some fucking books i would you know i would start stocking up on podcasts audiobooks whatever the fuck you want to do order a fucking piano get a guitar do some shit do that thing you always wanted to do all right and check in on people you love and uh help help each other out and don't fucking get people sick all right um but yeah i am and i i apologize to everybody about the tour being rescheduled i think really i mean what the fuck are you gonna do you know there's nothing there's nothing that could be done new york city they're not allowing more than like 10 people for gatherings. So, and uh, hopefully other folks are doing the same thing, but we're going to make it up. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to just add dates and we'll, you know, hopefully by the fall we'll be torn in full swing and we'll be having, uh, we'll be doing some fucking great shows. So I'm excited for that. I can't believe I'm not going to be doing up. I know, I know that might sound like a fucking whiny, uh, first world problem bitch thing of me to say, but holy fuck. I mean, Stand-ups are obsessed with stand-up. That's all we give a shit about. is getting on stage and uh you know, trying out our stupid dick jokes and our, you know, our dumb fucking ideas. But I guess I got to try them here. I mean, maybe I don't know, maybe I'll do like maybe I'll just do like 30 minutes of stand-up on the fucking podcast just to be like, "Hey, this was the material you were going to see out on the road." I don't know. I got to figure it out. Um but I actually have a pretty fucking funny story to tell you guys. So, m- about two weeks ago, I mean, like, my main ex, like, the, I, I feel like, um, you know, I- I've had two main exes in my life. I think you can really, somebody once told me, as a man, you're going to have five women in your life. And what he meant by that is you're going to have five women that actually have an impact on you and who you are, and those are going to be the people you really remember in the end, you know? But... The I think the you know, the most impactful on me was the one I dated last year. And uh we we dated for like four or five months, had had our problems, ended up breaking up and uh, you know, she kept saying, Love, your dick is just too big. You just you just have too thick of a hog and I just I think it's gonna be a big problem. Yeah, clearly that's what happened. And uh I don't care what anybody tells you. <laughs> But no, you know, we had our shit and then we ended up breaking up. And then when she wanted to get back together, I was like, no, I'm fucking single and I don't want that headache right now and vice versa. It's, it's hard to get two people on the same page, on the same energy, on the same wavelength after a breakup, because a lot of the times what happens is when one person is like, fuck, I missed the shit out of you. The other person is in a completely different place. And as I think that's especially with men and women, because we go through breakups so differently. Women just like you guys just when you go through a breakup you just take it to the face for like three months just fucking head first everything just hits you in the face you're walking around numb for three months wanting to jump out of fucking windows you just you just it, take it on the chin and you you get all your sadness out right away you start listening to your Lana Del Rey you know you start you you, you go through it with men it's a little different when we get out of a relationship usually the fucking first three months we're just like, like like you know fucking we're with all our boys we're fucking throwing parties we're like I, i'm free i can't believe i was ever in a relationship. you know what i mean just all that shit and then as soon as the chick is coming out of it and going you know what i finally feel good i've hit that three month mark i finally feel a little bit better that's the day as soon as you as a girl start going i feel a little bit better That's the day it hits your ex and your guy is like, oh shit, why do I feel sad now? I felt so good for three months, you know, so ended up missing my ex a lot, a lot, and uh, to the point where I was like, uh, I started texting again, you know, I was like, hey, what's going on, what's shaking, you know, started sending the text, wasn't getting a response, no response, what are you going to do? with a no response and when, you, when you're texting your ex and you get no response i feel like you just get this feeling like are you fucking kidding me are you come on, bruh we fucking know each other you know what i mean so i had i decided to pull in the big guns i went to target i went and bought some fucking uh some special paper what do you call it starts with an s what do you call this fucking special paper god damn it I always forget. It's like what you put, like, if you're going to send a nice letter or some shit like that. Oh, fuck. What is it called? (sighs) Should have went to fucking college. I can't remember. But anyways, I bought fucking nice paper. I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a letter. Okay? I'm going to write a fucking letter. At first, I thought, you know what? I'll send her a long text. I said, that's not good enough. I said, well, I have her email. I could send her a long email. I said, that's not good enough, okay? I said, you know what? Let's take it to the old school, baby. I'm gonna write a fucking letter. I was like, I have her address, you know. I I'm I'm gonna just fucking do it. I don't even know if you could still do it. I was like, where the fuck do I get stamps? I had to get an envelope, all kinds. Of, I, you have you have any idea how hard it is to send a letter to somebody now? It's insane. It's like, I I. It's shocking that the post office is even still open. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck? is sending letters other than like bill collectors. Who else is like them and like banks are just sending fucking letters over and over just chopping down one tree at a time just to try to send you a 0% APR offer on a fucking hot air balloon or whatever the fuck they're selling, you know? But I decided I was going to I was going to write a letter. And I kept thinking so I bought all the shit. I went to Target, fucking bought uh god, what is the shit called? It's not stock Oh, I can't remember the fucking name. Um, I probably won't even know it by the end of the episode. But bought special paper, fucking feathered pen. You know what I mean? Got a quill, everything. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. S- re- spent three hours writing this fucking thing. Just like pouring it all out onto the paper. You fuck up one line. I got to rewrite. I'm a fucking big, dumb bear. You know what I mean? Just fuck. It. I got f- pen all over my paws. My shirt's fucked up. I'm trying to write a goddamn letter about how there's only one you in this world. You know what I mean? All this shit. So I write this whole fucking thing. It's like eight pages. You know, I'm starting to feel pretty proud of it. I put a cover page on it. Put it in that fucking envelope. Wake up early in the morning. I'm on the way to a podcast to promote, to Jared Fried's podcast. Fucking great guy. I'm going over there. To, I was I was on the way to promote the tour because at the time i thought it was still gonna fucking happen um and all the way i stop at the post office i say to the lady, i go hi i need to send this letter she's like what why and i was like i'm trying to win back an ex and apologize and you know i need some stamps She goes, she doesn't love you anymore and i said y- you know we're just gonna have to see about that and we'll you yeah, maybe we'll see what happens and she said this is really stupid nobody sends letters to the- why don't you send her an email i said you know what I think you're really starting to overstep right now as a postal worker, and I'd just appreciate it if you'd help me. So she charged me 70 cents. That's what it costs, 70 cents and eight days of your time to send a letter. That's what it costs, 70 cents, eight days. You got to find a a fucking envelope, all that shit, okay? Um, Sent it, right? Go and do the podcast, and then throughout the day, all of a sudden, I start feeling hot. You know, not the good kinda hot. I mean like I start feel feel fucking sweaty. Then I start fucking coughing. The next day I'm coughing. Right? And I'm and I'm laying in bed at night. It's like three in the morning. And all I can think is, holy fuck, do I have coronavirus? And did I just write a fucking letter and send it to this person? You know, so I'm I didn't send a letter. If I have coronavirus and I got germs, on this fucking letter i just sent a biological weapon to somebody i didn't send him a fucking letter i sent them a weapon like that's like a a a fucking weapon to kill your ex you know what i mean you you, is a love letter that you actually put a fucking disease on and so i'm like oh my god this thing is in the mail now it's going to be with her like tomorrow who know I, this thing seems super spreadable what if I thought I was going to be doing this really nice thing this fucking great thing and instead I'm going to like get this person sick you know and i it's four in the morning I'm having this fucking freak out and I'm thinking I can't even call her because she's not going to fucking answer I think she might have my number blocked so what am I going to do so I decide you know what I can't risk her opening the letter because then she's going to get sick So, 4.30 in the morning, I just text her, I go, you need to call me tomorrow, it is an, as soon as you wake up, it is an emergency, I'm not joking, and I just wrote, don't panic, but it is an emergency, call me. This is, only I could be in a position like this where I'm like, okay, I gotta fucking send a heartfelt letter to my ex, you know, to fucking try to win her back, and, uh, and maybe it'll kill her that's could only happen to me and then I got a call an emergency call and she texts me back in the morning she's like what's wrong what happened and I'm like oh so my number wasn't fucking blocked huh how about that how about fucking that you just gonna ignore me no but then I was like okay listen th- I this is super fucking embarrassing but I fucked up all right I wanted to send you a nice letter to, to you know and I, 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 I wrote this whole thing I sent it to you but now I'm sick. And I'm worried that if I have fucking coronavirus, you know what I mean? Or as Trump calls it, China virus, which is (laughs) so funny that he just chose to say that. But anyways, besides the point, um, I, I go, if I fucking have coronavirus, I wrote this fucking thing. It's a handwritten letter. I'm the only idiot still handwriting shit. And yet I might have fucking sent this to you and you're going to get sick. So whatever you do, I said, tell you and your roommate, don't open your mailbox for two weeks. okay? because this shit can live on surfaces. Don't fucking open your mailbox. All right. Just leave it. Let it air out for two weeks and then you can open the letter. And uh, she just goes, one, you're not going to kill me that way. And two, you're fucking dumb. You can't spread coronavirus that way. And I was like, you don't fucking, you're not an expert on this shit. Okay. We, nobody knows anything about this. So what are you talking about? You know, I was like, just don't fucking open it. And she's like, I'll take my chances. And I was like, all right, well, then at least disinfect it. Okay. At least fucking put a little lysol on it. All right. Little lysol letter. And uh, a couple days pass by. She ends up getting it. Um, effective letter. You know, we'll see if she gets sick, but emotionally effective letter. But uh yeah, I just fucking couldn't believe it. I was, like the embarrassment I felt sending that text of like, "Listen, I sent you a fucking love letter. It's coming in the mail. I know these are uh, illegal now. Nobody sends these. Um, but just don't open it because I might have coronavirus." <laughs> that that's only a fucking dilemma I could get into and 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 have to send that off. But uh yeah you know that i i genuinely just couldn't believe that shit i and i knew as i sent that text i was like this is this is probably going to ruin this whole thing this is this is probably over now and i just have to deal with that and swallow my pride because i'm a fucking idiot i was like you choose to send now to be like yeah let's just start sending people shit you never sent a letter to anybody in your life and now that we have a health pandemic with a contagious thing, I'm like, yeah, let's just fucking, it's time to, t- it's time to write, you know what I mean, fucking email, that's not personal enough, let's get more personal, you know, I want her to feel like she could feel my hand right, like, I'm a fucking idiot, but that really cracked me up, Um, but yeah, you know, there's no, there's no dating no matter what, there's no winning, there's no winning exes right now, There's none of that. It's like we're on pause romantically. The whole world is on pause. Only couples that are already together are just going to be at home having a ton of sex. And probably nine months, 10 months from now, there's going to be a lot more babies in the world. Um, That's what people do. They're home alone. They're going to fuck. Okay. But the rest of us, you know what I mean? What's the. There's no going out. Like, you know, you get hinge messages. Girls like, do you want to quarantine and chill? No. I don't want to fucking quarantine and chill are you crazy i don't know you i don't know if you eat bats i don't know what the fucking deal is with you okay so not now karen all right give it fucking two months and then maybe we'll talk i don't know okay but yeah it's uh it's all pretty hilarious listen let's what what we need to do is we all need to fucking be able to have a laugh about everything we're going through you know and uh that's what we're gonna do luckily for us we're going through this shit while we all have fucking smartphones, we all have FaceTime, we can all be so communicative and so in touch with people, and we have social media and all that shit, you know, if this was the fucking 30s, you can't even phone people, that would really fucking blow, you know what I mean, so, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what's new so far in my end of the world, you know, I also got to be careful since I can't leave the fucking house and New York's going to be shut down. I I got to, you know, episodes might be like 30 minutes now and as opposed to 40 because I just want to make sure, you know, I don't want to just be talking about vacuuming next week. I don't want you to be able to tell that I'm running out of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's where it all comes from. You got to live a life. You got to have a little bit of a of a of experience. But I hope you guys are with me. I hope you're uh, going to enjoy the fucking pod. I might throw some merch up in case you guys... We're going to throw extra support if you're already a part of the Patreon. Over 300 members in the Patreon already, so join that. And if you have an email, send it into the show, Y-U-N-G, DaddyShow, at gmail.com. We'll definitely do emails. They're always fucking fun. I actually got a few queued up right now that we can crack into. So, I can't even bitch about Star. I had this whole fucking rant about problems I've been having at Starbucks last week. And I can't, there's, you know what I mean? There's no more, there's no more Starbucks. It's just like, and you know, and this, I think this all happened because when you order a fucking coffee at Starbucks and you tell them you want a coffee with milk, they don't give you milk. They just point you at another counter that has a half empty bottle of half and half and they go, yeah, figure it out. Maybe that's where this all started. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) but let's jump into uh i like this email here it's called how many is too many patreon gang hey left so i randomly made a list last night of all the guys i've ever slept with the total came to 15 you fucking whore no i'm just joking i'm just kidding um the total came to 15 i'm 28 and i personally feel comfortable with that number yeah 28 15 ain't shit girl that's like, I mean, just think about it this way, right? Let's say you started having sex at 17. That's 11 years. That's 15 people. 15 divided by 11 is 1.3. That means every year you had sex with 1.3 people, which is like, that's very, very little. Okay. I, I, and here's the other thing well, I'll finish your email first. Um, I'm uh, of course, though, I had to go explore the world of Google on this as well. I came across a little questionnaire, and the shit said that I've had sex with more people than 90% of other people my age. Attached screenshot below. Obviously, that's not exactly accurate, but it got me thinking. How many is too many? Would you be turned off by a girl with a high number? Wanting a guy's perspective on this. Love you and your show. Coming to New York City this summer and planning to see you live there. Well, hopefully. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but uh, distribution. She sent me a chart you've done the deed with more people than 90% of your peers. I don't know if that's true. I mean like here's the I think the average amount of sexual partners that the average person has is pretty low. I think it's something like people have like on average six partners or some shit, but you got to understand that's factoring everybody. There's also a lot of people who will go their entire lives without ever having sex with anybody. You know what I mean? That's just the way the world works. There's some people who are going to have sex with a thousand people. There's some that are going to be fucking zero. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a real mess. So what I do think though, I'll tell you this. I don't think the amount of people you've had sex with matters at all. And I don't think there's a reason to count. I don't think personally, I don't think there's a reason to reduce those memories down to a number. I mean, like often I'll just like, I'll just remember a random sexual memory and be like, that was awesome, and I don't think, oh, that was number 11, or that, you know what I mean, it's just like, get, you get to have those human moments with people, I think as long as you're being safe, and as long as you're, you know, you're not fucking spreading diseases and shit, and, you, and you're healthy, who fucking cares, I don't, it doesn't matter, I mean, the first time I was sleeping with a girl, and she told me a very high body count, I'll be honest with you, for a second, I was like, whoa, but then I, I had to say to myself in that moment, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It's like it, she's she's with you right now. Who gives a fuck? She just got tested recently. She's completely healthy. Who fucking cares? C'est la vie. You know what I mean? If she wants to fuck people. She can fuck people. It is what it is. And she happened to be the uh, the best craziest sex I'd ever had. So I was like, fuck it. I had that. I had to push it down for thirty seconds be logical to myself, talk myself out of being judgy, and that was it. And that was the end of it, and I never felt that way again. Um I will tell you this. I think a lot of men unfortunately do are sensitive and insecure about that shit. And it's because when we're with you, the last thing we want to think about is other men fucking you, you know, unless they're like into that. Um a lot of white guys. But You know, that's, it's just for some reason, just because we're so possessive. So we think that when other people fuck you, you're no longer ours. It's like, it's a weird primal instinctive thing. And I've been younger and have felt that. And it's like, that is very much a male brain thinking thing. So my advice to you, first of all, I don't think your number fucking matters at all. If your number was 30, if your number was 70, if your number was fucking five, doesn't matter. I, I wouldn't give a shit based on what you know what you told me. What I can tell you though is that there's no reason to ever really even talk body counts with people. the amount of people we've had sex with et cetera. there's no point, especially because nothing good is ever gonna come from it. You know what I mean? It's only ever gonna possibly create a negative. And personally, I think that in relationships, conversations that can only result in a negative or either a like a, a neutral or a negative, are not worth having in a relationship. You know what I mean? If that's the only option, because uh, if all it can do is hurt you, why have that talk? You know what I'm saying? So I don't think your number matters at all. I honestly, if I were you, I wouldn't think about it at all. It doesn't fucking matter. And just have fun and enjoy your life. You know what I mean? Just do whatever you want to do. Fuck who you want to fuck. Don't fuck who you don't. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I think it's really that simple. Um, it just, you know, there's no, and don't ask guys how many people they've had sex with. It doesn't fucking matter. What matters is, are they here with me now? Am I theirs now? And are they mine now? That's it. That's all that fucking matters. And are we healthy? Those are the questions you should ask. It's easier to ask the other question. It's, it feels juicier. It feels dirt, but it's not, it's really not. So let's just, that's like one of those questions we should just cut out of society. The older we get, and the more time goes on, and you know, <coughs> I think truthfully, the older men get, um, the less they give a fuck. So it's always young guys who are like, "Oh, she's had sex with how many people?" It's only ever really young dudes who think that way. That's uh, it's being very emotionally young. But let's do this uh, one last emails. Why re? Why do guys um keep telling me? Wait, I think this is a follow up. Yeah, this was the girl who said that guys that she kept having sex with kept saying to her, I fucking want to get you pregnant. They would keep saying that all the time. Um, here's her follow-up. Just got caught up on my podcast. Q died laughing from you and Tori's commentary. Thank you for reading and answering. To answer the looming question, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico, currently live here, and three of the guys were Puerto Rican, all New York City-based. A rare Latin fetish may very well be a play here. I work a lot in the U S and the last guy was a full Caucasian bro from Vegas. Uh, thank you again. It's been very few years. It's been a few years since anything of the sort has happened. I'd be lying if I said some of those situations didn't fuck me up a little. Thanks again. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it's not happening anymore. That's a weird, I think it's a weird thing for a dude to say into your ear during sex. I can't fucking wait to get you pregnant. We talked about that on the last episode. Tori was on. Um, but yeah, I got to make sure to save these emails and have backups for you. I'm sorry. We kind of, we fizzled out a little bit there on that last email. It feels like neither of us came, you know, but it happens. It fucking happens. All right. But send in your emails to youngdaddyshow, Y-U-N-G, daddy Show at gmail.com. Spread the fucking podcast. Share it you know, we're, we're probably going to be at about 35 minutes per episode. It's only like, I guess it's only like three, three minutes shorter than the fucking average. So it's not a big fucking deal. But, um, but yeah, times are changing. Let's fucking have each other's backs. Let's be confident. Let's be smart. And we'll get through this bad boy, you know? And other than that, I fucking love you guys as always. Send in your emails, join the Patreon, show some love online, and I will catch you guys on Friday for the new bonus episode. Cheers guys. Take it easy. Thank you.